Bro, we're literally live right now. Yeah, I know. All right, we're good. We're good. All right, so everyone's on. We're good. I've got, you could keep whichever audio you want on. I've got our audio getting recorded, so you're good. We don't have any more feedback happening right now. We're okay. So only need good. one. Huh? Yep. Yeah, just keep one speaker on with me, and, and you're good to go. Boom. Got it. There we are. Guys, I am with Q. Q, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell the people who you are. Yes, my name is Quintavious Burdett. I'm in the lovely, lovely market of North Mississippi and the Memphis area. As you guys see, I'm with Remax. And the host of the show, my main man. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes. So I, I had the pleasure of meeting you. You came out. I mean, all energy, all energy. There's no sleeping with this guy, so everybody needs to stay awake for the next 20 minutes. So, uh, you know, tell, tell them, how many houses did you sell last year by yourself? Man, 307. But it's not about me. It's about the people, man. 307. It is. It is. And we call them families, right? So we, we serve 307 families, and you brought them into your area. What's the best part of your area? So the best part of my area to me is that Southern charm, that Southern feel, uh, that space that you get to walk out and just <sighs> smell the country in the air. Uh, it's so relaxing. It's fun. Um, I think more folks are moving here simply because of you can get more for your money, more for your money here. You know, uh, we're going to talk about the market a little later, but uh, I just love my area because of that Southern feel, the family. Uh, people, everyone is nice here. Uh, they're approachable, unlike New York, man. You go say hi to somebody in New York on a train, and they're going to fight you. But here, we're all, you know? Yes, 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 absolutely. No, you know, yeah, yeah, no, we, 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 uh, we definitely, we have a little bit of roughness and gruffness. I'm going to blame it on the cold weather. Like today, it was like 19 degrees out today. It was tough, man. I'm not going to lie. So I think the I think the weather has a lot to do with it. It's hard to be in a great mood when it's when it's this cold. So you got to excuse New Yorkers sometimes. We could be a little grumpy because of the weather. So um, what 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 are some of the things that people can expect? They're moving into your area. Uh, what's the market conditions like right now? Like, is it is it as crazy as it is everywhere else in the country right now? Are you just as busy as everyone else? Are there multiple bids? What's it like? Yeah. So uh, pretty much every listing. Right now, uh, if it's somewhere close to being good, you're going to have multiple offers. We're down to about 150 houses in that Mississippi market, North Mississippi. That covers about eight counties. Normally, our normal uh, inventory in that area is about 950 in a, in a normal market about two and a half years ago. So the inventory is very, very low here as well, like it is everywhere else. Um, if you list a house today, you probably have, you know, eight or nine offers by tomorrow night. Uh, it, it's, it's a bid war. You know, it's, it's not the same as New York where people are, are offering hundreds and hundreds of thousand dollars over. But when you're talking about a three hundred thousand dollar house, you're getting offers in that three thirty, three fifty range. Uh, and somebody's supposed to having to bring cash over appraisal. So, but something that is is huge here. If you buy a house here, let's say for instance, if you would have bought a house here maybe two years ago, even a year ago here, uh, we have a lot of hedge funds that are buying in this market. 
uh, and they're paying crazy, crazy prices. Some of them are even buying up to 600000 for rentals uh, in this market because of, you know, of course, what you can get in rent and the type of property you can get for that for that price. I know in, in your market, to spend six hundred grand, you might get a studio apartment. But here, <laughs> six hundred grand, you're gonna get a castle. So yeah. a lot of folks are seeing it; uh, they're moving. But like every other market, multiple offers on every house. Uh, it's very tough for buyers right now, and that is why I shifted my business to focus on sellers only. Uh, at one point, I'm back open to working with buyers now, uh, but I work with a lot of lot of investors too for here. Perfect, perfect. You know, I. Um... I was interested in that. I was going to say, you know, is, is there a lot of investment opportunity where you are? Do you get a lot of investors? Is there opportunity to flip? You know, up here, a lot of our investors are, are killed. A lot, a lot of people actually are, are surprised to learn a couple of things about New York that most real estate agents don't realize. One, we are an attorney state, right? So we have to have an attorney in order to enter into contract and complete a sale. I don't know if it's similar to you or if you guys as the real estate agents do you guys do the contracts there as far as purchasing and selling? Um, so you get a purchaser and you're ready to put the sale or do you have to like hand it off to an attorney? Um, because that's what we have to do here. Once we have the sale procured, we're going to take it and we're going to kind of hand it off uh, over to the attorney for them to fully execute the contracts and stuff like that. So that's, that's one additional cost that we tend to have here. Uh, we also are, are an escrow state. Uh, so you have to have at least six months uh, closing costs, uh, six months taxes within your closing costs. And then the biggest part of it, which most people don't realize, is our average property tax here in my area on Long Island uh, is about $12,000 annually. So uh, for you, what, what, what are the average property taxes by you? Yeah, so if we're looking at Mississippi, uh, I mean, $2,500 property tax okay. is three. Uh, it's kind of, you're like, oh, 3000 But in Tennessee, you know, it gets upward to four $5,000, but that's about, that's the highest I've seen personally and I've dealt with. Uh, so our property taxes are cheaper. You know, in Tennessee, we don't have income taxes uh, for the Memphis market. Mississippi does have an income tax about 5%. Uh, okay. But when you weigh the options that Mississippi sales tax is only 7 and Tennessee's is like 9.25, then it kind of weighs itself out when you're talking about spending, buying all your groceries in Tennessee and just paying a 5% income tax on your money. Uh, and the property taxes are much cheaper. So uh, our property taxes are nowhere near that, man. If I got a bill that said my property tax was $12,000, I would pass out. <laughs> well, I can tell you, and that's for the average house. Uh, they, they, In the more affluent markets, uh, they easily work into the $25,000, $30,000 a year annually and, and all the way up. Um, they, they, they get pretty crazy. Um, you know, so from an investment standpoint, you know, so when you try to calculate rent roll and how much money you could possibly make. Obviously we take a large hit with that tax bill and, and other, other cost factors into buying and selling here in New York. So what is the average rent? Like if I wanted to come rent a house from you down in uh, Mississippi or, or Tennessee on the border there, what would the average rent be? Yeah. So you can get, let's say if you spend 150,000 uh, dollars for a rental, for a three bedroom, two bath, you can get 1400, 1500 bucks a month in, uh, in rent. You spend about two hundred, you can still get fifteen, sixteen hundred bucks a month in rent. Uh, if you go upwards of, you know, spending two seventy five, two eighty, you could probably get twenty five to twenty eight hundred bucks a month in rent. Uh, so rent here is is it's great uh, for what yeah, you that's... Can get. But what we don't have to have here is, you know, insurance is cheap. Uh, you know, my rental properties, I don't pay no more than like sixty bucks a month for my for my rentals. 
uh, and then for my rents, you know, I'm, I'm banking about 13 to 14% return. Uh, and if we account for the appreciation and everything else, the depreciation that we get back in tax season, uh, I'm bringing in somewhere around 25 to 30% return on my investments. So, I love it, man. You know, and, and I'm glad that, you know, I'm, I'm, I, w I would be lying if I didn't say that I, I knew you had invested from a, uh, an investor standpoint, and I'd be asking the right questions here, because I have a yeah. lot of investors that follow me, and they have to know where to spend their money, because up here in New York is really tough right now. First off, you know, it's, we have 31,000 real estate agents in my local MLS. Um, and, you know, we only do about 8,000 sales annually. So we constantly have a surplus of real estate agents hanging around. So it's high competition, low inventory, uh, terrible opportunities for really good investments. And not for nothing, when you make good money and you want to spend it somewhere, you know, it's good to know that you, you have someone local and knowledgeable that, that understands things like ROI and stuff like that, because you'd be surprised how many real estate agents have no idea. They don't even do the math. They just buy and they rent and, and they don't know what they're getting back at all. So that's yeah. awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And you don't have to worry about those crazy vacancy rates that most folks calculate. Uh, you know, here, if I put a house up today for rent, and if I do it right, it looks nice, I've painted, uh, I've somewhat put some kind of touch on it, it'll be rented by Friday night. I mean, I'll have some locations, it's ridiculous. Uh, and that's wow. in any point for rent, because most of these folks, you know, we have Amazon that's moving here, we have a bunch of, we have Kellogg's, that's here. We have a lot of different companies that are moving within our area. Uh, and these folks need places to stay. Not, and not all of them at the military base. Some of these folks are renting. So uh, it's an awesome place if someone's looking to make a great, decent return of the money to put the money here. I'm glad you bring that up because that was actually about to be my next question. So that's an awesome segue for us. What you know, people people here in New York, we get our comfort zones, we get our stores, we get our, our, our local, you know, uh, mom and pops, which I think, you know, Southern charm and mom and pops are a lot better than some of the places up here in New York. So I don't think they have to worry about that. But if they like, you know, let's say they love their Starbucks coffee and stuff like that. And everyone always says, oh my gosh, if I move out into the middle of the country where they don't have my Starbucks, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be able to live. Do you have the local chains as well as the mix of mom and pops that are in an average driving distance that wouldn't take you a day and a half to get there? Because I think that's the local conception when people leave New York, like they're going to have to drive a day to get Starbucks. Come on, man. <laughs> we, have, we have Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts. We have anything that y'all have. We don't have all the pizza places, but all the big chains, we have it. Within 10 minutes, you can, you, can, you can get to a store. You can come to my office, and it's a Starbucks right across the street. So if Perfect. you want Starbucks, we can get you Starbucks, 100%. Uh, perfect. So when you go to look for houses with Q, you're going to get your Starbucks first. You're not going to have to worry about feeling out of your element. Awesome. So, so what's, the type, what's, what's the type of house, average price point? I just know from speaking with you before, you have a pretty sweet spot that you tend to stay within as far as your price point um, that you go. Yeah. But th that, that's about the average, right? You would say that's the most amount of popu you know, popularity of people buying is probably within that price range. What is that price range that people could probably expect to go out and spend with you? Say they come down and they're looking for a three-bedroom ranch, uh, one level house, right? Retired couple from here in New York doesn't want to do stairs anymore. They want to come down and see you. Uh, what, what could they expect to spend on that house? And what would it look like? How much acreage would they get? So glad that you asked. I just, and this is one of my new listings that's going to hit the market this week, and it's a sweet one. Tell Three, us. two baths, two car garage, 
2.3 acres for 250. 250. Two you get more for your money in Mississippi. Come on. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. So 250 gets you three beds, right? Um, two is baths. It updated? Two beds. Oh, it's, it's updated. I wanted to buy it myself. I'm in the process of selling my house. Um, so I'm looking for a new house to buy. And man, it's tough out there. Oh, I, I'm going to tell you, I feel the pain of these buyers. Talk and I'm buying with cash. And it's tough yeah. for me. So I Talk know it's it, man. for the person that's getting the loan. So everybody out there that's buying a house right now that's getting the loan, I'm going to say a prayer for you. I know your pain. I know what you're going through. But let me tell you, you'll be patient. You pick up the phone and you call me and I'll find you an off-market property. Guaranteed. Uh, but anyway, answer that question. But you can get something under 250. You can get something in the 180s that fits that. Uh, normally, my sweet spot is 300 and less because my thinking is I can sell two 300s before one person can sell one 600 or I can sell two 150s before this person can sell one 300. So I try to stay within my means of, hey, boom, point on it, it's gone and done. But, you know, we have real estate that's more expensive here. But I'm telling you, if you're going to spend 600 grand here, like I said, you're going to get a council. Right, you're gonna have yeah. more house to deal with. It's good. It's good to know. I, and and you know the average price point here on Long Island, if you're looking for like a five bedroom ranch, that that's gonna start around four fifty and up. Um, that that's our average price point for houses. For for three, yeah, for like a, I just I just sold a three bedroom, uh, one bathroom ranch, no basement, um, on a half acre of property. We got four twenty nine. I can't give the address out yet because it didn't close. But, but are you uh, New York that's going to watch this or listen to this, listen to me clearly. The taxes are here. The people yeah. are not here. Yeah. And the real estate is more affordable. So what I think they should do is cash out on that 450. They come CQ and they buy one rental property to pay for the other house that they're buying. How's that sound? I do you one better. They buy two rental properties and they let those two pay for this house and one vacation house. How about that? I love it, man. I love it. We're going to do right by them. They're going to be right by them. Absolutely. Absolutely. So then, so we know, we know the rental market. We got a good idea of that. You know what you're going to spend as far as the three. So if they're trying to make the decision between Tennessee and Mississippi, can you help them with that? Can you tell them, hey, look, this one's got this, this one's got that. I, uh, you know, obviously I kind of had an idea that you did both markets. I just didn't realize how much of both markets you actually did. So, um, so tell them, what, why, do you, why do you work both? They're so close and similar. It's 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 crazy. It's all about preference on which side of the line that you really want to be on. Once again, Tennessee does not have an income tax. Mississippi does. Tennessee property taxes are normally higher than Mississippi. Uh, you normally will get more land in Mississippi with your properties. The prices are a little lower in Mississippi. The drive is a bunch sweeter. The traffic isn't as bad. Uh, but, you know, you have all the big-time restaurants in both places, Mississippi, Tennessee. Tennessee has the malls. Mississippi has the Tangler Outlet. Um, so it's just little stuff like that, the differences. What I tell people is this. You, we'll look at both, and you decide. What, yeah, let's absolutely. Do both, and you decide which one makes you feel more at home. Because there's a country part of Tennessee, and there's a city yeah. part of Mississippi. But when you're in the South... All of it feel country, baby. 
<laughs> I love it, man. I love it. So if uh, so, if, if someone's going to come out and they're going to start looking, uh, what's the first step they should take? As you said before, the market's a little crazy. So if we're yeah. going to prepare the buyers and I'm going to send them down to you, obviously they call me when they're ready to sell the house up here in New York, right? And then when they come down there, they're going to call you. Uh, but what should they do prepared? Obviously, I want them to be, you know, cash ready as best as possible, but their house might be up in contract here. So what can they do to better prepare for their meeting with you in the first trip out to go look at houses? And, and how do they win that bid? What, what can they do to ready themselves for it? Yeah, so like I tell everyone, let's make sure the financing is in place. Let's make sure we understand uh, what's going on with the market where you are. So when we're putting these offers in, are, are we making contingencies or are we not? Uh, nowadays, contingencies aren't winning uh, in most cases. Some cases they might. Uh, but I would say just come with an open mind of understanding. Uh, the first thing we would do is sit down in my office. We'll go over the market. You'll tell me exactly what it is that you're looking for, we'll, and we'll go through the prices. And I say, hey, for a price, house this size, this acres, are you fine with paying fifteen, twenty, thirty thousand dollars more? If you're not, then what we need to do is look at in uh, a, a different price range. So if you're looking at any house, I always add about fifteen, twenty, thirty thousand dollars to it. If you still like it, we'll go see it, and we go over all that in our meet. Uh, but it's 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 a connection thing, man. I I have so many of these agents here uh, in my market with a great relationship that I pick up the phone and say, hey, I have a buyer looking for X. And what happens is either I find X off market or those agents, they'll call me back and say, hey, Q, I got one coming up. Uh, if your buyer wants to see it first, let me know. I get them in. We'll do a pocket listing. So I have that ability and I have those conversations with those agents all the time. Uh, what I would say, once again, just when you send them to me, tell them to be prepared to move because I will find on property. Absolutely. The one thing I know about Q is he does not take long to get the job done. The man moves very fast, not because he's trying to rush you, but because he's trying to save the deal for you. Wasting time gets lost houses. Same thing goes up here in New York. The best thing that you can know about New Yorkers is we tend to just move a little faster than most people anyway when it comes to certain things. So we don't like to waste time. We move pretty quickly. So that'll work well for you. Uh, so I found out actually in interviewing uh, Daniel Edwards over in Remax of North Carolina that they do it a little differently too um, when they're bidding on a house. And I was wondering if in the process of buying a house in Mississippi, does it work any similarly? Because uh, I was shocked to find out and it makes so much sense, but we don't do it this way here in New York. We don't have any good faith money any earnest money deposits. We have none of that here. So really the only money that our buyers put down is their down payment at contract, which is a portion of the down payment. So if they're putting down 5%, they might put down two and a half at contract and the other two and a half at closing. So when they come to buy a house with you so that they're not caught off guard because they would have been shocked had they got to North Carolina with uh, Danielle and found out that they had to do all this stuff. What do they need money-wise? What would you expect from them? What kind of down payment do they do? Do they give it to you, Q? Are they giving you a check and saying, hey, here's my earnest money deposit? What's the process? Great, great question. So here in our market, uh, the earnest money is about 1% of whatever the purchase price is. In most cases, you can get by with putting down 1000 bucks for earnest money. But in Mississippi and Tennessee, you have to put up earnest money for a contract to be binding. Uh, but always remember the more earnest money you put down, the more likely your chances are to actually appeal to that seller. So when you come to me, we, we sit down. If you're buying a $300,000 house, we might put up 1500 bucks in earnest money. Then your next cost will be your inspection. Uh, always uh, 
you know, tell my clients to get an inspection done. I don't care if the house is brand new, get your inspection. I like that. Better. I like that. Yeah. And if you have an appraisal, the lender charges you about 500 bucks. So I tell folks all the time, if you got $5,000, uh, you'll be okay. Uh, and you, everything else you need to talk to the lender about, and they'll tell you how much your down payment is, your closing costs, and they'll get you those numbers. And the, that money isn't due until the day of closing. I like that. So the good faith deposit, does that get applied towards the closing costs or the down payment? It does. Okay. So all right. Put up hundred bucks, you got fifteen hundred bucks at closing. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. the way it works in North Carolina, and I was shocked to find this out, is on top of their down payment, they put up a certain amount of money. Um, and that amount of money, if you back out for any reason within three weeks time, that money's gone. Right? And that money all right, is how the people are winning the bid. So it's almost like a side bet. I don't know if you gamble at all, but it's like a side bet on the actual bet. So you're betting that you're going to get the house with your down payment and your terms, but then you place a side bet and you're like, well, I'm willing to gamble $13,000 that I'm not going to walk away. And let's say for whatever reason, you get sick, you lose your job, you're not transferring there anymore. And you pull out, that seller keeps that 13000 for you, like, basically wasting their time for three weeks. And that I have never heard of anything like that. So they don't expect that coming to you, though. No. Okay, no. good. So works a lot similarly to, to New York then in that way. I mark it. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. So is there anything else you want to leave the people with as far as it goes? Did we not cover anything that you wanted, that you want to throw out there? No, I think we covered everything. Like I say, um, I'm happy to help you guys in this market. If you have any further questions, please send me a message or get with my guy here. He'll get you in contact with me. Um, Absolutely place to be i see a lot of people moving from new york from california from florida just moving into this area uh because of they see what they can get for their money so if you guys want to be in the south you sick of being on lockdown in new york come on to the south and we'll take care of you that's it guys this is another episode of moving out this is my man q if you guys have anything you need Reach out to me. Reach out to him. He is the easiest person to talk to. If you can't tell already, you can just slide right into his DMs on Instagram. He'll answer you right back in seconds. He works hard and he loves people. So by all means, please reach out to both of us. We look forward to seeing you guys next time. Have a great day. Peace. Later, Q. Peace, man. See you later. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone who joined.